Welcome to Proclaiming Justice, a podcast from PJTN that focuses the light of truth on vital issues in today's headlines that impact every American. I'm your host, Laurie Cardoza-Moore, founder and president of Proclaiming Justice to the Nations, and I'm here to educate, motivate, and activate you to action. I want to arm you with the truth and the facts you'll need to fight and preserve our constitutional republic and uphold the Judeo-Christian values our nation was founded upon. Welcome to Proclaiming Justice, a PJTN podcast, and I'm your host, Laurie Cardoza-Moore. If you missed the last episode of this podcast, you will find it and our previous podcast lineup on our website at pjtn.org, as well as all the other platforms that you use to access your favorite podcasts. On this week's podcast, I have invited Rabbi Tuli Weiss with Israel 365 to update our watchmen about what is going on in Israel since the barbaric attacks on Israel were launched October 7th. I also want to remind our audience that as PJTM Watchmen, it is our biblical duty to listen and share this and all of our previous podcasts with your family and friends so that they can take action against the issues that threaten our republic and the state of Israel. So please remember to like and share. As it goes with Israel, so shall it go with America. Rabbi Weiss, thank you so much for joining me on Proclaiming Justice. Thank you for having me, Laurie. Absolutely, absolutely. Let's start off by giving our audience an update on what is happening in Israel. We, of course, many of our our supporters are watching the news 24-7. We're getting information through the media. You know, what what's happening and what aren't we hearing about on the ground? Okay, there's, uh, you know, it's day 93 of this war, three months in, and um, it's very, very uh, stressful. It's a very difficult time in Israel. Literally, every time I turn on the phone, I'm afraid to see the news. Um, It's just, there's no good news. There's no good news. And uh, it's just a matter of, you know, we're losing soldiers, unfortunately, almost every day. And uh, this is a small country. So these are boys in our neighborhood. These are boys, you know, who, who are friends of ours or friends of friends. And mm-hmm. everybody knows somebody who's been affected. Um, affected is too s- small of a word, but everyone knows somebody who has, who, who, has, who has been lost because of the war, whether it was the 1,200 people murdered on October 7th or uh, the, one of the more than 120 hostages and we don't even know how many because Hamas has never let the Red Cross in Um, and you know there's 160 soldiers who have been killed so it's really a devastation that you know we haven't ever experienced here Um, and um, you know the war effort itself is not going as well as it should be considering that Israel has such a powerful army but our hands are tied and uh, the world is taking the side of the rapists and the murderers. And so it doesn't allow us to, uh, it doesn't allow us to fight. Our, our hands are tied behind us. So it's just challenging. There's an anti-Semitism that's exploding around the world. Right. And um, then there's the Northern border, which is, you know, ex- boiling over. And yesterday, 40, 
missiles were launched by Hezbollah against Israel. And that's not even the active war the, uh, front. And mm -hmm. then there's Judea and Samaria, which is the third front where, um, you know, they're, they're fighting fiercely in Judea and Samaria um, because it, that's also become a bastion of Hamas support. There's tunnels that they're, I mean, it's just, it's uh, really dire and um, mm -hmm. serious uh, on several fronts. There's the Red Sea and the Houthis, that's a fourth front. And, um, you know, it's a serious, serious war that requires a lot of, a lot of uh, vigilance, both, you know, militarily, but of course, divine, you know, God is, uh, this is a spiritual battle between good and evil. And, yes. you know, we need God's uh, miraculous protection, which we've seen a lot of, and we're just awaiting even more of that. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. So you mentioned um, in your opening statement about feeling like your hands are, or stating that your hands are tied behind your back. What do you mean when you say that? I mean, Israel is one of the strongest military um, armies in the world that your the intelligence of the Israeli Mossad and just Israeli intel in general is is the top. And but yet you feel like your hands are being tied behind your back. Explain what you mean when you talk about when you say that. Yeah, well, you know, we do have good intelligence, and that's been something that Israel's invested a lot in. Um, and we have a mighty army that has very, the most advanced weapons. Um, and, and most importantly, we have the best soldiers in the world. You know, these unbelievable men and women, young guys and girls who are, who are so committed to protecting their homeland and uh, really God's land that is ultimately at the end of the day going to be the most important factor here. Um, well, when I, what do I mean when I said that our hands are tied behind our back? So, you know, there's a couple of, there's a couple of challenges. Israel announced there's a few goals of the war. They need to defeat Hamas completely. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so that's a challenge because they have Hamas as a terror state that has totally exploited the norms, the democratic norms and every international law of war. They've mm -hmm. literally you know, spent years in explore, exploiting those and is doing everything to make it difficult for Israel to, um, to counter attack. They're using hospital at hospitals as their command centers, and right. they're using mosques and schools as their munitions depot. And mm -hmm. so, you know, as a result, where we should just be carpet bombing them, but uh, because of and targeting the schools and targeting the mosques, these and targeting the hospitals. So you know, but but the the world has more. I, I don't know if I haven't seen this, but I heard somebody mentioned it today. So I didn't see it myself. I don't know if it's for sure true, but that there's more news media in Israel mm -hmm. than in all of China. Meaning that the mm -hmm. that 
such a big country versus there's the, the whole world, the media is here right now and is got their cameras pointed at every single soldier, Israeli soldier, and every, they can't make any mistake. And, uh, you know, there's so much attention being uh, given to, quote unquote, the innocent civilians. And, um, you know, whereas this polling demonstrates that the civilians in Gaza not only elected Hamas, but 75% of them, or even 80% of them, support Hamas more after October 7th. So who exactly are we oh my God. innocent civilians that we're trying so hard not to harm? So you have the media working very aggressively against Israel. You have the international community, like um, you know, certain countries that are accusing Israel of genocide and you know throwing around words that they don't even understand. So, uh, and then most difficult and challenging um, is the relationship that we have with America right now, because on the one hand, we uh, in Israel appreciate America very much as myself, somebody who I'm an American citizen and I vote in the elections and I, and I, I deeply uh, I deeply love the United States of America. So you you have more pro-Israel sentiment in Israel, in, you have more pro-American sentiment in Israel probably than in America. Mm -hmm. People here love America more than most Americans love America. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you have a, an administration that is talking out of both sides of its mouth. Mm -hmm. And you know, they're saying on the one hand, you know, we support Israel's right to defend itself. And on the other side, they're, they're accusing Israel of, quote, indiscriminate bombings. And as a result, there, you know, uh, there's, there's a lot of forces in the Democratic Party that are opposing Israel's uh, aid to, military aid to Israel. And as a result, they're keeping Israel on a very, very short leash. And they're giving Israel like one day of weapons at a time. We have this. Uh, so every day, Israel cannot afford to say anything too uh, offensive or to the Biden administration or not even offensive, but too strong, because all we need is the Democrats and the squad to rile up their mobs even more to put more pressure on the administration where they'll, you know, if they slow down those shipments, so it really immediately affects Israel's right to defend itself. And so mm -hmm. it's a really messy, complicated uh, situation. You know, we also don't want it to escalate, but on the other hand, you know, we do need to defend ourselves and push back the terrorists in the South and in the North. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, this, you know, um, being an American citizen and hearing you say this makes me very upset, very angry, in fact. And I know that our audience shares that sentiment because we're watching this administration deny weapons or um, I know a couple of weeks ago, Israel was asking for Apache helicopters 
And and the reason why was because they needed them. They needed more helicopters. The the 40 that I believe they have currently are running 24 seven. And and this this administration is not going to sell them to Israel. And they're using whatever excuse. And to to hear you say that our government using our tax dollars, which the majority of Americans do support Israel. I don't care what these polls say. Um, it's troubling to see the, the Harvard-Harris poll that came out a couple of weeks ago also, but that's a younger group, and we've got to, we've got to address that. Um, we can't lose that younger group. We've got to educate them. But the majority of Americans that are over the age of 50 support Israel in this war. And have always supported Israel. So to hear that our tax dollars that we pay to our government to use in order to reflect our issues, our concerns, and you're telling our audience that the administration only gives their day allotment of weapons? Are you kidding me? This is outrageous, Rabbi. And I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure it upsets you. But as an American, this is not right. We should be encouraging Israel to wipe out the terrorists. How much, how, how merciful is it to allow these terrorists to survive and thrive and get away with? And yes, you said these citizens, they voted for this. They asked for it. There were reading accounts of some of our hostages are being held in people's homes, in hospitals, with doctors overseeing them. And where is the Red Cross? This is what we want to know. We donate all this money to the Red Cross, and they can't even put the pressure or the United Nations put the pressure on Hamas to allow the Red Cross to come in and observe these individuals. This, these 120 hostages that are still being held? No, absolutely. This is, uh, there's a lot of um, complicity in the, it, there's a lot of guilty parties here who need to be held accountable. Um, and the reason that this war is being extended as long as it is, really with no end in sight, is simply because um, right now there's a very simple and very quick solution to end the war tomorrow. And that is they need to remove the, they need to turn the Southern border with Egypt into an open border. Okay. And they need to allow all of the Gazans who want to emigrate and who want to, who want humanitarian relief to leave. The people in Gaza are being held hostage there in that, in a war zone, and it's not Israel that's keeping them in there. It is Egypt that's keeping them in there. And in one day, Egypt could open up its border and could take in the people who want to leave. They want to leave. And then the story is over. It destabilizes Hamas. We could find them countries to move to. And there's a lot of countries that are already quietly saying, we'll take, we'll take Gazans and like, in, in Africa, African countries, other Muslim countries that are willing to take Gazans. And in one day, this whole war could be over. 
if the world took the humanitarian plight of the Palestinian people seriously, or the Gazans seriously, that, but instead they want to keep the pressure on Israel and they want to use this conflict or this war really as a way to undermine the legitimacy of Israel. Because they know that every day that this war stays in the news, every day that the New York Times has, you know, blaming Israel on its front page. So it mm -hmm. further delegitimizes yep. Israel. And so it serves all of their nefarious purposes. Mm -hmm. And so that would be the main thing that Americans can do right now would be to call for the immediate humanitarian transfer of the Gazans across their southern border. All right. That's a great action that we can take. And, you know, I, I want to also talk about, you know, the fact that this is what we're facing is not just a, a ground war. This is, ladies and gentlemen, this is a media war. This is disinformation. And they're using misinformation to further their agenda. And it's so critically important why PJTN is doing what we're doing, why we're fighting this in the media, because we have to reach more people, more Christians, more Jews, more people of conscience to stand up against our government. And the most important way we can have an impact, ladies and gentlemen, is November of 2024. I can't tell you who to vote for, but ladies and gentlemen, this is why we vote. It matters who leads in the White House. We are in chaos in the United States of America because of a chaotic administration who has lost its mind. And unfortunately, we many of us know who really is behind the, the scenes pulling the strings to this, this battle. This is not unfamiliar, this strategy. We've seen this strategy with the previous administration before, not President Trump, but the Obama administration. And so, ladies and gentlemen, I want to encourage you, if you are listening to this podcast and you are not registered to vote, you must get registered. The power of the vote is the most important um, uh battle or weapon we have as Americans. We have to overwhelm the system that is in place and support the leaders that share the Judeo-Christian values that we do, that share the love and, and respect and, and heart for Israel and our Jewish brethren that we do. And so we've got to get out and vote. And the other most important thing you, ha you have to do, ladies and gentlemen, as we learn, as we read in the book of Ezekiel, as a watchman, you are duty-bound to share what you are hearing today with your family and friends. Because remember, when God brings the sword on a city and the watchman fails to warn the inhabitants and the inhabitants do not are not warned and any innocent blood is shed, it's going to be required of that watchman. But if the watchman warns the inhabitants... You're not responsible for what they do with the information. They're responsible for themselves. But you, if any innocent blood is shed, it will not be required of you. God will not hold you accountable to it. This is where it's time to fish or cut bait. If we really love our Jewish brethren, if we really care and love the state of Israel, God's land, as Rabbi just said, 
then we have to take this issue on ourselves. We cannot sit over here on the western side of the Atlantic and the Mediterranean and say, oh, yeah, we support Israel, but have no action. We have to take action. Faith without works. You're right. You're right. And you're right about the November election being really important. 2024 is going to be an important year, maybe one of the, maybe the most important year for Israel and for that matter, America, because the two countries, our fates are linked. And if uh, something were to happen to Israel, it's just a matter of time before, you know, with the, the, they reach the big Satan also. So we have an election in America in November there's going to be elections in Israel, that's for sure as well. And, uh, you know, it, it really does make a, a huge, huge difference. So I'm glad that you, uh, I'm glad that you brought, that you brought that up. This could be the year that either the land is divided, that, you know, the Biden administration, every, every time he has an opportunity, he talks about a Palestinian state, which is insane because the Palestinian state was dead on October 6th. And then October 7th was the, not a nail in a coffin. I mean, it was, uh, it, it just, I mean, it, it just destroyed the whole concept. No one in Israel, no one in Israel wants a Palestinian state, not even the leftists who, who were advocating for a Palestinian state. Not even they want a Palestinian state in Israel. And now and every time Biden speaks, he's talking about a Palestinian state. And if he has his way and if the Democrats win, then there will be, they will push it, that they will push a Palestinian state down Israel's throat. However, however, if Americans vote and the, you know, sanity prevails and Republican wins and it will be the end to that dangerous delusion, the Palestinian state delusion. So it really is an important year for God's land. And it's our, I think, generational challenge to make sure that we keep God's land. Amen. Amen. I agree 100%. And before we close the program, I do want you to talk about Israel 365. Ladies and gentlemen, PJTN and Israel 365 have formed a partnership because we are so aligned with their mission and their message and rabbi. And so I want to encourage you all to go to their website and you're going and Rabbi Tuli is going to tell you how you can do that, how you can get involved. Um, we PJTN, I write a, a an op-ed every month to put in Israel 365 that goes out to their whole sphere of influence. And of course, we are, Rabbi Tuli and I are talking about a trip to Israel in May. And I want you to be praying about that, encouraging you to think about that and join us, whether the war is still in effect or it's not. Israel needs volunteers to come and help. And this is a way, a tangible way, you can help show your love and support for our Jewish brethren in Israel by volunteering, going on this trip. We're going we're gonna to make it a meaningful trip. We're going to do some volunteering. We're also going to do some traveling so you can see you know, firsthand what is happening. And we're going to, we're coming back to do more interviews for our Focus on Israel show and our Lost Jews of the Inquisition documentary. So again, Rabbi, how can our audience learn more about the work that you're doing and where they can find information about you? 
Well, thank you, Lori. I appreciate that. Our, our website is israel365.com. And um, there you can learn about our mission. Our mission really is to build bridges between Jews and Christians, to strengthen Israel, to strengthen America. Um, we believe that you know, Jews and Christians have much more in common than that what divides us. And we have a common enemy, really, in radical Islam that we need to both uh, fight against. We also have a news website. That's israel365news.com, where Lori is one of our columnists. And um, we tried our best to provide the truth from Israel from a biblical perspective. And so what you'll find on Israel 365 News is articles that you really won't see anywhere else. And we also have a Bible website. That's the israelbible.com. If you love Israel, if you love the Bible, so... The Israel Bible is really the only, and it's a book. It's actually a physical book. You can get it on their mm -hmm. website. You can get it from Amazon, the Israel Bible. It's the only Bible that really highlights the significance and the relationship between the land of Israel and the people of Israel on every page and on every chapter in the Hebrew Bible. And we're, we're active on social media, on Facebook. We've had a lot of growth on Instagram because of the war. Um, and so we're pretty easy to find and we really, um, welcome, especially Christians who are looking to connect with Israel. We're your, we like to say that we're your daily connection to the land of Israel. Mm, oh man, I, I couldn't have said it better. That's fantastic. Yes, absolutely. And the Bible, ladies and gentlemen, you've got to order the Bible. It is fantastic. Some of the commentary that is in there is very enlightening and very thought-provoking. I've shared it and given it as gifts also with our friends and supporters as well. So I hope you'll take the time, go to Israel365.com and order your Bible as well today. So I hope you all found this program informative. Rabbi, thank you so much for, for joining us today. We're going to post this podcast on our website and all of our podcast platforms so that you can share this with your family and friends. And remember, ladies, as PJTM Watchmen, we have a biblical mandate to stand against the ungodly rising Nazi threat that is destroying this nation and other Western nations, threatening our Judeo-Christian values and promoting anti-Semitism. We cannot remain silent. God warned the prophet Ezekiel, as I mentioned earlier, about the responsibility of the watchman. Even Dietrich bon Bonhoeffer reminded us that silence in the face of evil is itself evil. God will not hold us guiltless. Not to speak is to speak. Not to act is to act. So don't forget to join us for next week's podcast as we continue this conversation about combating the rise of anti-Semitism and taking back local control of our communities and our children's education. I want to also remind you that if you have not signed up to become a PJTN Watchman, you can help support this mission through our award-winning documentaries and Focus on Israel programs, as well as more programs like this for just $20 a month. So go to our website at pjtn.org to watch watch our programs, and listen to our past pod podcasts. With your generous monthly donation, you can ensure that PJTN remains on the front lines and in the headlines, but we can't do it without your faithful prayers and financial support. I hope that you will prayerfully consider supporting our mission as we educate to activate Christians and Jews 
and all people of conscience to stand on the front lines of this all-encompassing war. God bless you, and thank you for all you do on behalf of our Jewish brethren, the State of Israel, and these United States. Thank you again for joining me on this edition of Proclaiming Justice. Please share this podcast with your family and friends. For more information about how you can get involved, please visit our website at pjtn.org. As a PJTN watchman, you can help us keep up the fight to preserve our freedom for our children and their children for such a time as this.